0: <laughs> this episode. Oh, hey. Hey. Uh, hey, uh, hey, none of this coffin. This uh, episode. This episode uh, of Says Who <laughs> is brought to you by you uh, through your su- support of our Patreon uh, at Patreon.com slash says who, where if you are a five dollar a month supporter you get an episode, an extra episode of Says Who every Sunday and where this Sunday, hang on to your butts because the Says Who holiday special will be coming straight at you for five bucks a month at patreon.com slash says who.
1: I don't, this is going to, this is the risk of oversharing, but I have to tell you, if you heard the chair moving around, what I was doing just then.
0: I did not, but now I'm afraid of what you're saying.
1: It's too hot in here, so I had to take my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can do these things because it's audio only and it doesn't matter. It's just too
0: hot. <laughs> it's so cold in the room I'm in.
1: Oh, you know, when you live in a in a New York building in the winter and you live high up, you basically live inside of a greenhouse.
0: I wish it's
1: so hot and I'm hot all the time anyway. So I, my whole there day is just me opening the window and then closing it again. 30 seconds later on repeat the entire day. <clears throat> just pants constant, off pants off. Like I was wearing, cause I would have to go uh, outside in a bit. And then I was like, Oh, well I put these kind of sweaty, not sweaty, but like sweat pantsy things. <laughs> Not sweaty pants. That's weird. You know what I mean? Like joggers. I had these joggers well, on, but they they're were
0: very- were probably sweaty pants. That's why they came off. No, they're just too, they were just, they're very snuggly,
1: but they're too warm. This morning mm. it was cold in here. So I actually have the weighted blanket also on my desk chair because I had that on my lap earlier because it was really cold because I'd had the windows open all night, which was really nice.
0: Feels like that Uber swank drops crotch would help you out in this situation. Mm, Some I... airflow in there.
1: I'm trying to phase them out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I have one left.
0: Well, left? What has happened yeah. to the rest?
1: Okay, just so down the, ones... the
0: garbage chute. N-
1: well, no. Uh, the nice ones, the Uber swank ones, all have bleach on them, except for the one <laughs> I had to get rid of. them all. Like they were so badly <laughs> damaged by COVID bleach stains. Uh, this so is they a sad... all. They all got, in, they all got into, I wore them for a while and then I was like, these are too horrible to continue wearing. And so I, I had to cloth recycle them all. And uh, the ones that you showed me how to get on AliExpress were honestly so polyester. They were not uber quality. They were so no. flammable that I was like, I think these are actually just going to get donated because they were $6 <laughs> each and they felt every inch of it. And they just felt really squeaky. Like, you put them on, you're like, oh, so squeaky. So I'm just trying to, you know, I, I feel like at the end of COVID, I'm just going to burn everything I wore during COVID.
0: Yeah, that like sounds right.
1: Because it's all my harem pants. I wear a lot of, oh, I should, hold on. I'm going to go across, hold on, you guys. I got a pair of harem pants in here I can put on. <laughs> I just don't feel right about podcasting with no pants on, so I'm just going to.
0: Yeah. I I could have not told you. Makes sense. You could have.
1: Okay. No one would have
0: known. I certainly wouldn't have known.
1: Okay. Now I got another pair of my really. How
0: the fuck did you just get pants on that quick? Do you just like hold them out and jump in?
1: Doesn't take that long to put on pants down. I guess. It's pretty quick. I was folding laundry in my office. um, Because I have a big flat surface bed in here. And so they were just sitting there. So I just went over, grabbed them and put them on. They're hippie pants. They look like something that someone who only um, uh, communicates through interpretive tense would wear like they're (laughs) very.
0: (laughs) So they look like something you would wear.
1: I told you that that's a real quote that I found when I was working on my uh, master's, like my uh, MFA thesis nonfiction book. Mm. And one of the things I did was on the woman who founded the Renaissance fair. And I found her and I stayed in her house for a week and then she let me into her archive. And I found this paper, this like, indie paper from 1970 where this guy retrospectively talked about a thing that when he found the first renaissance fair that he went to in 1967 and the quote was something like at the time I was wearing a pair of loose patchwork pants and nothing else and I I communicated entirely through interpretive dance and I danced up to the gate and this guy took one look at me and said you got to get in there I think about that quote constantly. Anyway, <laughs> books. <laughs> we were on books, eh? We haven't I even. Know. Please we haven't even gotten into it yet. You guys, please buy my books. Thank you very much. Bye, bye. And if you're
0: buying stuff. You can buy some stuff from us at merch.sayswhopodcast.com, where we have all kinds of things, and much of it, especially mug-shaped things, ship pretty quickly. So if you are looking for last-second gifts, mugs, merch.sayswhopodcast.com.
1: Honestly, I feel a little bit better now that I have the lighter pants on, because I just feel like I should... It's not right, I think, to maybe podcast without your pants on. But I don't know why. Like, I don't know why that's a problem. It's 2020. If you want to work in your underpants, do it. But maybe don't tell everybody.
0: Yeah, there's
2: that. Don't,
1: you don't have to. If you have a microphone in front of you, you don't have to be like, hey, guess what? I used to have standards what I said to people, Dan. I used to, it used to matter. Did you? I I did kind of. Okay. Now, now, where are we? Books.
0: And merch. Dot mm-hmm. says who podcast.com.
3: Hello, little, hello, young man. You want to sit on Santa's lap?
2: Talk, Steve Bannon. What the fuck? I was coming what? to see Santa.
3: Fucking Rudy. What are you doing coming to see Santa? What's the matter with you?
2: Well, I just wanted to get a toy or a gift or something! I mean, Jesus, I've earned it!
3: Well, why did you just buy This is for kids! Why are you... What are you doing here? What?
2: What? I can't... I can't see Santa?
3: You're telling me I
2: can't see... Fuck you! You're saying I can't... Now I'm gonna see Santa twice!
3: Look... Don't you think you've already gone to the second location too many times this year? You were on fucking Borat film with your hand down your pants. Now you want to sit on and lap. Jesus Christ. Hey. Do you never learn? Do you hey. learn ever, Rudy? Hey,
2: one time a year you can sit on laps. Just out oh, in public. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm going to sit on some laps. Come on, lap it up, man.
3: No, do not, Rudy. Bro- 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 oh, Jesus Christ. Here comes
2: Rudy.
3: Oh, Oh, god damn it. Get out of here. Elves, take him away. Hey, I'm not going anywhere. Take him to my sled. Go, take him. Hey, what? Get your
2: little tiny hands off me. Take him. Hey, I'm going to give you all COVID
3: for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, did you just spit on my... Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. Come here. Sit on my lap. Sit on my lap. Yeah.
2: What? Sit on my own. Alright, now we're talking.
3: Bend and squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) What (laughs) the (laughs) fuck? Merry fucking Christmas, (laughs) Libby. I told you I would end you.
1: Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast.
0: It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan Sinker.
1: And I'm Maureen Johnson.
0: That was, man, that was nice.
1: We already did a lot of talking.
0: We've been doing, we've been doing a lot of talking. We do a lot of singing, but Maureen Johnson you want to know something amazing sure right before we started recording i had to make lunch for the five-year-old and i made him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on pita he has a very specific very specific lunch that he gets every day that he calls pb and j on p with h on the side what is the h which is Uh, Well, so the P, P, B and J, peanut butter and jelly on P, which is a Pita with H, which is a King's Hawaiian roll on the side. And uh, anyway, I made him and I must have, I I must have itched my nose or something, because now every time I breathe in, I smell peanut butter. I don't hate it. No, that's not the worst. It's like I'm in a little peanut cloud all the time. Some Jimmy Carter must feel.
1: They made him sell that peanut farm, Dan. Mm,
0: that had must
1: it, be he had sad to sell then. the he had to sell that business to his brother who had his own beer. Okay. It was called Billy anyway. Beer. It was.
0: My nose is peanut buttery.
1: Billy Beer is what it was called. It was a real
0: oh my god, I forgot about Billy Beer. Yeah. It's
1: true. I'm looking over. I'm in a 70s mood because I'm looking over at some of the gifts I got for my mother for Christmas, and there are two puzzles. One is a Springbok puzzle that looks, I looked at the logo and I was like, I definitely recognize that logo from when I was little. The Springbok puzzle brand <laughs> still looks the same. Puzzles. They're the new there, puzzles.
0: There was a Sesuvian on the Facebook group that, um, reached out to Janice to say, I think they had won a bird puzzle and wanted to know if we wanted it because we're all about birds here in this house. And she had to admit that we can't do puzzles at our house because we don't have anywhere to put a puzzle. Yeah. Oh, we only have one. We only have one table, which functions as both uh, our eating place and our working place and our school place. So there is no puzzle place on that table.
1: You're in luck. You've talked to the right person because Oscar and I are doing our first. Well, we did one puzzle in July when we were at my friend's barn where there's a big table. But I purchased us a second puzzle. And we're doing it on a thing I also got from my mother for Christmas that she asked for, which is a puzzle board. Whoa. So, yeah, it's this thing. Called, it's this. They're really common. They're easy to get. So imagine something that sort of looks like a cork board, um, Mm -hmm. but it's just got a flat surface and it's got two, two of the edges are open. So you can slide the puzzle on and off if you want. And Mm. it has four shallow drawers in it. So as you sort pieces, you can put them in, like if you're like, these are edge pieces, these are blue pieces, these are the pieces of the sofa or whatever, you can put them in these four little drawers. Wow. And you can use it as a surface uh you can play a game on it and do it like but
0: you, what do you just, do like if you're part way through the puzzle and you need your table for everything else you use the table for? It's what just do you a do surface. with the it,
1: you just like pick it up and stick it under the bed or mm. um you just stick it some like it's sitting on the it, it's well right you, are, now it's,
0: you are assuming a great deal more idle space mm. in my home than I have.
1: Well, at the moment it's sitting next to my desk and it has a pair of pants on top of it now, but it's just <laughs> sitting on the floor next to my, but that I have another, I started this last night. So this is, there's is a thing called Kane's jawbone what? and it is, it is a puzzle that was created in like 1936. That is, it is created by this, um, master puzzle maker. Like he did, uh, it's. Not, um, not like a jigsaw puzzle, but like a oh, yeah. puzzle. Yeah. And they recently crowdfunded and re-released it. And what it is is this it's a murder mystery in a hundred pages that were printed out of order, and the Whoa. way they've re-released it as is, is a deck of cards. And there's only one solution to put it in order. And, um, anybody who it, originally, anybody who solved it and wrote in with the, to the company with the solution got 15 pounds or something. And the equivalent is like a thousand pounds. Uh, and so recently when it was re-released, the only person who solved it was this guy named John Finnamore, who is a, vi- like a comedian. He created this BBC show called cabin pressure. He has a whole bunch of podcasts. He's super funny. He's like, yeah, I got it. And I was like, when will I ever have time to solve this? And then everything locked down. And so during lockdown, he solved Kane's jawbone. And he got. And the, wow. when you solve it, you have to promise not to tell the solution. There. So I read an article about this, and I became obsessed with finding a copy. I wrote to like 25 different independent bookstores. <laughs> I ordered it everywhere I could possibly think to find it. And eventually I found, uh, and I put it on Twitter, I was like, well, does any independent bookstore have a copy sitting on their shelf? And then people looked for me and they found two copies were sitting on a shelf in Santa Barbara, California in a bookshop. And so I instantly wrote to them, was like, I buy it. And it came and I cracked into it last night. And it's like, well, I know what I'll be doing now for the next,
0: I'm determined. Thank God you finished your books before that showed up.
1: I am determined to be one of, like, the five people that has ever solved Kane's job. <laughs> Um, They don't give the prize out now. They stopped giving out the prize in uh, September. I don't want the prize. I just want to like. solve it and then just write to them and be like, is this the correct? Did I get it right? I just want to know if I got it right. Yeah. It is.
0: Seems like s- bragging rights in the age of social media is prize enough.
1: It is so fucking hard because each... So they've, they've done a really clever thing where they've printed it on cards. So you can just move like they're big cards, right. like yeah, the size flip of them. like tarot cards. Well, you can move them or like you can order them. You can lay them out. Yeah. Um, and then there's room on the bottom of each one to write notes because each one is sort of a cryptic. Each page isn't just straightforward. You have to kind of decode what's being said on the on the page to try to figure out who's telling that part of the story because there's multiple murders and multiple murderers and there's red herrings. It's really fucking hard.
0: That is awesome.
1: I mean, I don't know what my chances are, as I've said, like four known people have solved it. So, but it's, it wasn't, I think for two reasons in the thirties, there was no internet. The internet helps a lot because there's a lot of quotes and a lot of like allusions to things.
0: Yeah, it so definitely seems of, like the yeah. skill level is reduced in in our connected age.
1: In order to solve it in the 30s, you would have had to have a really um complete top-of-the-head knowledge of poetry, um things about like where where lexographers were born and things like it's it's got all kinds of fairly hardcore shit. But if you I slowly started putting the anchor pieces in last night, like kind of realizing reading all through the cards, but then my murder mystery brain (laughs) wanted to latched in. And I was like, all right,
0: (laughs) hang on.
1: Then I got really obsessed. I'm like, am I thinking character writer wise? Like in terms of how I think the voice sounds or am I not putting the clues together? Correct. Like, yeah. Anyway, that's, it it took me completely out of the uh, the moment, and I was completely absorbed in it oh, in a way that I nice. don't think I had been in a long time. And then I dragged it into bed with paper clips, post it notes, oh, and pens. Oh, good! Because as I kind of figure out <laughs> that maybe two cards are connected and for a reason, I like clip them together, and then I sure. write a note about why I think this is the same author or possibly part of the same sequence. There are millions of combinations for Jane uh, Kane's jawbone, um, and um, it's pretty great. I mean, it's not easy. So if you if you're looking for something to do, Suvia, and you could find a copy, this feels like the A team. If you can find it, maybe you can get Kane's jawbone. Um, yeah, it's pretty hard. And I was like, I can give it to someone. i have done, but I've already started. I gave up and started writing on the cards. Yeah, as it suggests, you're in. So you're locked oh, yeah.
0: in now. You are locked in.
1: Well, Dan, let's just talk. Is anything else going on this? I think that's all that's going on this week. Says who has been brought to you by you.
0: Thanks for joining Dan Maureen's game chat. Joining? I said Dan Maureen's, but let me. I I apologize if I am not speaking very clearly right now. I have, uh, due to uh, stress or lack of sleep or both, I have a rather large sore. On the very back of my tongue, uh. <laughs> which makes which makes actually speaking difficult. Last night after dinner, I said to uh, Janice and the teen, I said, I'm not talking for the rest of the night. And I didn't. And it was kind of great. I just kind of gave people thumbs up every now and then. Well, no shake. I don't know why I couldn't shake my own head, but I would no shake with uh, my hand. Anyway, so, yeah, if I am, if I... You're in one
1: of your interpretive dance phases where you wear loose-fitting, loose-fitting pants, and...
0: If my, uh, diction is not, perhaps... Your diction? Isn't that the one when you pronounce things? Isn't it diction?
1: Isn't that diction? Hey!
0: Ah, damn it.
1: What? I I heard my name, I thought. What were you talking about? I said the word diction. Yeah, Diction.
0: Ah, oh, damn it. Amy Carter's shoe. <sighs> Amy Carter's shoe, while you're here. Yeah? You joined me and Maureen for our recording this weekend. For this upcoming weekend's Says Who holiday special, didn't you? You joined you us did. down in Says Whovia to spread a yeah. little holiday cheer.
1: Oh, I spread some cheer, all right.
0: Yeah, you definitely spread some cheer. Yeah, it was nice. I did. It's nice having you join us for a song.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a fun time. There were a lot of us there singing.
0: Yeah, you were there. Rudy and Steve Bannon were there. Uh Yeah. The drive-thru kid and the passenger were there. Uh It was just a festive time.
1: It was quite a show.
0: It was quite a show. And you, listening to us talk about this, can get it if you are a $5 a month backer. At the Patreon at patreon.com slash says who the holiday special comes out this Sunday. That I did a whole ad right in the middle. I'm excited. Amy Carter shoe. I'm excited about the holiday special.
1: Me too. Me too.
0: And my diction was better then. (laughs) I said that for you.
1: Diction. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're
0: welcome. Bye bye. Bye-bye.
1: Dan has anything... I'm glad that news has stopped. Mm. Nothing happened Mm. in the last...
0: 24 hours? (sighs) This has been... We are recording this on the 15th of December. Smack in the middle of December. You are hearing this on the 16th. Yesterday was just not only... A nonstop news day, but a a news day that Maureen Johnson, I am, I am hard pressed to think of a day that felt quite as hopeful as yesterday. Yeah, wasn't awful. Wasn't awful. The vaccines, says Huvia,
1: they've rolled out. They came out on. Then you got to some of your favorite things, shipping and vaccines.
0: I know, I know. It was it. I'm not going to lie, Maureen, I teared up multiple times watching trucks drive.
1: I believe the
0: the uh, I think there was footage of the I think it was a FedEx plane landing. I teared up at that one too. I really love shipping logistics a lot, and uh, I I like. I like, I, I like vaccines. I like people not dying. It was a good yeah. day. It was a good day over here for me. And I think kind of for everyone.
1: Yeah, and a, a nurse here in New York was the first, I think the first person in the country to get it. Yeah,
0: Yeah. critical care nurse, at Long Island Jewish Medical Center, Sandra Lindsay, a black woman, first to get the vaccine in the U.S. There were so many awesome pictures. And video of people getting that goddamn vaccine yesterday. I loved it. Every single one. It's like,
1: give me another. Hit me with the yep. first person in that state. Ugh. Now it takes two doses. Yep. And it's going to take a while before it trickles down to the rest of us.
0: Yeah, quite a while.
1: But uh, it exists.
0: It does. It's for real. It's happening everywhere. I read a wild thing because you'll remember back at the beginning of this, if anyone's brains work all all the way back to February and March, the general thinking was 18 months was a real like fast track. And that, you know, the numbers that kept getting bandied about was it could take years. And, you know, the last vaccine that was, that was put together from nothing took, I think four or five years or something like that. So uh, nine months from from nothing to something is pretty incredible. And I read a thing that the real reason for that is we haven't ever had to make a vaccine in the era of being able to sequence genes and shit. Mm. And uh that scientists in China back in January, without asking permission from the government, open sourced their sequencing of the genes, and that one of the companies, I believe, had a Um, a computer mock-up of a potential vaccine just two days later. So, good job, world. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking world coming together, stepping up.
1: So, uh, I mean, but we are, I guess my only worry, Dan, is that people will start to make really stupid decisions with the kind of, well, there's a vaccine now. Oh,
0: without a doubt. But, no, like people have been making real stupid decisions throughout, and at least now there's a fucking vaccine. So, True.
1: yep, I- there agree. is
0: there is an there is a potential outside window for when all the people that have been making stupid fucking decisions since March uh, aren't going to fuck the rest of us as badly as they do now.
1: Yeah. So the, there's a max uh, there's a vaccine rollout. Anything else happen?
0: Well, Maureen Johnson, I'm glad you asked because the vaccine was not the only hopeful thing to happen yesterday. The Electoral College voted yesterday, and shocker, Joe Biden won. Really? Yeah, yeah. I know. That's weird. If you. If you have been watching uh, certain cable channels, that might come as a surprise to you. If you were living in the actual world, it was an outcome that we have known since, uh, you know, I would say early in the morning on Thursday after Election Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Biden won 306 232. Here's a fun bonus fact, Maureen Johnson. Mm-hmm. We have discussed at length that 306 232 was the final vote in. Um, 2016, with Trump winning the 306 and and Hillary winning the 232, so it was an exact flip of a uh, of an election that the Trump people kept referring to for the last four years as historic and landslides and blah 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 blah. Well, fun bonus fact that was the vote totals. Uh, but when the actual Electoral College voted back in 2016, there were two what they call faithless electors. Mm -hmm. who flipped from Trump to Hillary. So Trump technically won the 2016 election 304 to 234, which means that on that technicality, Biden actually beat Donald Trump's 2016 number.
1: I mean, we'll take anything like that. That's nice. Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I still to this. I'm still very pleased with being able to win the election every day for a month and a half.
1: Yeah, it just it's it's just keeps rolling. And today, Mitch McConnell admitted uh, that um, that he won.
0: Yeah, the the Electoral College does seem to have burst a bit of a dam among at least Senate Republicans who uh, yesterday uh, a bunch right after the vote, including Senate Majority Whip John Thune, admitted that McConnell was was. Notably absent yesterday, but today, this morning, Tuesday, he, on the Senate floor, called Joe Biden the president-elect. Yep. Uh, You know, more than half the Republicans in the House last week signed the Go Nowhere Texas case that was dismissed by the Supreme Court. So senators agreeing that maybe he's the president-elect does not signal that suddenly everyone is Everyone is working together, but there was a very important congratulations issued today Mm. from Vladimir Putin. That's nice. Had been holding out one of the last world leaders to not call and congratulate Biden. Called Biden.
1: Well, that's nice. That's friendly.
0: It's friendly. It's friendly. Also kind of feels like maybe. Maybe there's. Very little support behind what is increasingly a debtor and debtor end pursuit that only Rudy and a couple of crazy lawyers are hanging on to.
1: And they drive around in a in a custom van together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. Yeah. Come on, guys. Get in the van.
0: Anyway, Maureen Johnson.
1: Another interesting thing happened late last night.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you want to say it? No, you were like setting it up. I'm just here right. to sit and listen now.
1: Well, our buddy. Give my
0: poor tongue, my poor damaged tongue a break.
1: Oy, oy, oy. Um our buddy Bill Barr. Uh resigned. Your buddy.
0: He did. To spend more time with his family, which is nice. Holiday That's time. Nice. A little extra time with the fam. Who doesn't who doesn't want that?
1: The rats, Dan, the rats are leaving the ship.
0: I mean, whether he was whether he resigned or was fired is sort of an open question. Trump has been extremely and very publicly mad at him since uh, on December 1st, when he issued a statement saying that the Department of Justice found no major irregularities in the vote. Like it was just a matter of time at that point.
1: Right. But. um. Yeah, Dan, I mean, uh, a lot of the kooky characters we've come to know are leaving the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or they're at least switching channels.
1: Yeah, they're going to other shows. They're making crossovers <laughs> and Spin-offs.
0: Unfortunately, the Donald Trump cinematic universe is only just starting to build.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, you know, it's the wheels are. How do you think he's doing, Dan? Because he really, he really ramped it up this last week with the, I won. No, I won. I totally won. I just yeah. won. I just won. I won because I say I won. It was really, I mean, the, um, what what do you think is going on there?
0: Well, the thing that I think about with Trump a lot, and something that we have discussed many, many, many times on this podcast, is he believes whatever the last person told him. And there are not a lot of people around him at this point, period. Let alone people that aren't just absolutely fucking apeshit. And so he is getting worse because the people around him are getting worse, right? Like, he is getting gassed up by fucking Rudy Giuliani, and Rudy is like the most level-headed of the people left if you who can else? even wrap your brain around that
1: who else is there
0: uh well he lately he's been uh he's been retweeting Lynn Wood a lot who is a complete nutter uh one of his attorneys i believe um who is just completely completely off his rocker he has been uh, you've got Jenna Ellis still there. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, the Victoria and what's her, what's his name? Those two folks, that husband and wife, Victoria.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, the lawyers.
0: Yeah. Victoria, uh, Tonsing, Taun- and Joseph Genova. Sure. They're still in the mix. And then uh, you've got uh, Sidney Powell, who's in the mix. Mm hmm. And who? I mean, has anyone even seen Mark Meadows, the former chief of staff or the current chief of staff in the last few months since he got COVID? I know he recovered, but there seems to be nobody really around him. You've got um, that fucking little evil piece of shit, Stephen Miller, now doing TV spots, um, you know, and claiming that republican electors will eventually be seated even though they won't be and uh, you know the the number of people around this man is tiny the number Mm -hmm. of people that even have a single shred of brain or decency let alone both is nothing so yeah he's he's gonna get a lot worse he's he's unless they're interviewing him he seems to no longer really be watching much fox uh he is watching one america and newsmax and mm-hmm. uh you know they are they're all just gassing him up so it's not it's not a great situation but it does have a expiration date
1: when do you think he I actually think it's time to start picking when he flies down to Mar-a-Lago and doesn't return, like when he when he nope yeah. out.
0: Yeah. Uh, next week, right? I mean, he's gonna do Christmas at Mar-a-Lago. I Can't thought he was imagine. doing it
1: at the White House. Was he really? I so let's look. Yeah, because we have to do the obligatory typing on my keyboard. Trump. God damn it! Oh, listen yeah. to that thing. Let's see here.
0: He's doing a bunch of holiday parties, but he can't possibly be actually. The only time he did Christmas at the White House was when the government shut down and he just stayed there on his own. That's when Amy Carter Shoe showed up in our world.
1: Um, I just clicked on an Etsy link for Trump Christmas.
0: Mhm, that seems bad.
1: Let's see what we've got here. You can get a, a tree ornament that's a gold bust of Trump. Mhm. That seems that seems like an indicator of of good mental health. Um, you can get. Uh, well, most of them are. Like.
0: Okay, I'm really so going, this is this is from this December seventh, CNN. At this stage, there are plans for Trump to remain at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach over Christmas and New Year's. But the guidance offered to staffers ends there, so they don't know if or when he's coming back.
1: It's really here, I'm going to send you a picture of this ornament. I want you to look at that. What do you think? Oof. It's very lumpy.
0: <sighs> yeah, what is up with the chin? Looks like yeah, he's it's... wearing like a like a leather strap on his chin.
1: It's just very um lumpy.
0: The hair is nice. I like the hair.
1: Here's sort of one unit, like a like a captures punk. it. Yeah.
0: But there's a It definitely kind of feels like he has a leather strap on his chin. <sighs> anyway, uh when is he going? I think they will go on the 23rd. I did not see that date. Uh and I firmly believe, as I have believed for a while, that he will not return from Mar-a-Lago.
1: I think that they'll go he'll come back briefly to do a couple things like for a couple days. Like basically Mm. they'll relocate and then he'll kind of come back for maybe four days or something. And then he'll go back down.
0: Yeah. He will definitely not be anywhere near the white house. Come, uh, come inauguration day.
1: And he's definitely not going to the inauguration in any way.
0: My God. No, my God. No, I think he will. Uh, in departing over the holidays, he will say something like, we're going to spend Christmas at the Southern White House. And right. then he will exclusively refer to it that way as a way of of saying, oh, I'm still at the White House. I'm just at the Southern White House. Which isn't Dan, what it's called or what it is.
1: Dan, we're coming into our fourth Says who? Holiday season now. We
0: sure and are.
1: This one we certainly sure feels. Are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and it certainly uh, feels different. Sorry, <laughs> it just hit me. Oh no, no oh, boy. <laughs> it's okay. um, All
0: right, it's gonna pass. It's it's all right. It's through. I'm through it. I'm over it. I got through that tunnel
1: says oh, who yeah. holiday season yeah but we were uh, surprised let's... by the first one mhm we were unprepared for the first one but now mm-hmm. the fourth one we are facing uh a year of an explosive election major um political and social change in the United States and a year that we were all literally in the whole, around the whole world inside um and also just for our u k listeners um uh, that's happening too, which is your brexit situation, which um comes into effect in sixteen days hmm
0: in there it, is- I, it's i I will admit Maureen Johnson mm-hmm. to not being fully up to speed, but I would assume that given all of the extra time and extensions and mm-hmm. and general importance of this final deadline that everything in England rocketing towards Brexit is just smooth and good, right?
1: right? Uh, there's no deal yet. Oh, wasn't that true
0: uh, a year ago? Yeah. And yeah. like two years ago?
1: Uh-huh. Hmm. And three and, and four. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah, no, they're not done yet. And I'm starting to think maybe that is the deal. Well... There's a great debate about this. Um, it's um, U- the UK is heading uh, back into a heavy lockdown. Um, London has now moved into tiers is moving into tier three. So there's tier one is the least restrictive and tier three is the most. There are almost no tier one places. I think that they're like a field with a single cow in it, like a tier one place. Um, even Oscar's family who lives in the middle of a forest is in tier two. Um, so, but London is going into tier three. And there is no, um, and talking to my in-laws, we talk to them every Sunday on the phone. Basically everybody's bracing for impact. And the initial impact that they're kind of talking about is that There are uh, stores, grocery stores were told to stock up as much as possible for, to prepare for food shortages, Oh Um, boy, that a bunch of fresh produce will suddenly not be available really, uh, because it comes from other countries, sunnier places. A lot of it comes from Spain or uh, Portugal or France. Um, I think a lot of it comes from Spain and Portugal and not EU, but like, um, Uh, Morocco or places like that, I think. Um, I would always look at the sticker, you know, at the store. It's always very interesting to see that, you know, the avocados were from Portugal or something like that. And so a bunch of fruit and veg won't be available. And, uh, possibly some medicines, some goods. Um, So unless they do an emergency middle of the night, it's a game of chicken in which two tractor trailers have been driving towards each other for. And they're getting real close. And I believe that, I feel like they're well past the time that it would take for everybody to ratify before all the... I mean, there's a bunch of concern over fishing. So they may end up deploying the Navy and some gunships to protect fishing Hmm. rights
0: what could go Uh, wrong
1: now also my father-in-law was a naval officer um he was a commander in the in the royal navy so when it comes to like and he participated in something called the cod wars he was sent up on a frigate during the cod wars uh they don't fuck
0: around when it comes to cod
1: yeah it was a thing with iceland over fishing cod so he's like, I remember I was, I was in, I was, I guess he was new in the Navy. I remember and was, the Cod Wars. And he was put on a boat and sent up to Iceland about the Cod. <laughs> um, I guess that was maybe in the fifties or the sixties uh, with a deadline of 31st De- December fast towards the EU and UK keep talking. Um, yeah. Um, no one knows free trade Australia style deal. Uh, uh describes a potential relationship with the eu if they can it it means basically trading under the uh, rules of the world trade organization so uh basically it means it it means there's no deal and we just trade under yeah another set of basic rules country (laughs) Yeah. yeah um it's just a whole and and also a lot of information is shared so like things about security threats or academic or scientific things. Um, I mean, it's a real disaster. And um, so yeah, the gunboats might go out to protect the fish and uh, they, they kind of don't, there's no deal yet. As of recording, there's no deal. And they are 16 days away from like, I think at the stroke of midnight, (laughs) basically the fireworks go off and then, it's a, it's it's a it's a effective immediately.
0: Perfect, nothing could go wrong.
1: Now realize that there are a lot of people like Brexit voters who fully voted for that shit, and some of those people own houses in other countries. And we're like, oh wait, what? Well, we didn't <laughs> mean that you should take our house in France. Where are we going to go on
0: vacation? Hmm. I uh, feel real bad for him.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff.
0: What an unfortunate turn of events for you and your house in France.
1: It's real dumb. And, um, oh, that's nice. What is
0: What's that? that?
1: I don't know. It's coming from above me.
0: I have exciting news, Maureen Johnson. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Sounds like, sounds like the smoke monster in Lost. You about to get I'm, plucked I'm out the window?
1: A... <laughs> it's either a shredder. <laughs> this is this is what happens when you live in an apartment building then yeah, it's you nice live, you it's share nice. experiences oh now there's a tapping
0: it seems it all seems fine
1: Rudy seems is that fine. you <laughs> Rudy is that you <laughs> tap if it's you Rudy
0: oh, no, not Rudy
1: oh, oh, no wait. nope it's Rudy what do you want Rudy? <laughs> Okay, is this in Morse? Hold on. I want to... You want to what, Rudy? You want to what? Tap.
0: All a tease right. The tapping and the weird shredding sound, I think, makes it so we should perhaps say this episode of Says Who is made possible by you... Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com/slash says who, where every Sunday you get an extra bonus episode if you are a $5 a month supporter. And this Sunday, holy cow.
1: It's really good. Do,
0: do we have something special for you in the Says Who holiday special, which we have already recorded? And it is uh- remarkable
1: uh in uh, also in breaking christmas news on cnn dozens of children spent time with mr and mrs claus during an annual christmas tradition in a georgia town now officials in ludwicky georgia must grapple with an unsettling aftermath the guests of honor tested positive for covid after the event mm-hmm. on december 10th good, good. Being covid from well santa played, is, is especially dark but well in term- played In terms of light, we should tell people maybe about what we're going to do as a special holiday thing.
0: Well, let's first, Maureen Johnson. All right. All right. Tell them a little bit more about the holiday special. My God. All right. There's music. There's Mary. There's characters. We have officially licensed Christmas music i did that this morning it's uh it is we we are pulling out all the stops this holiday season for you if you are a five dollar a month backer holiday special it's something
1: it's it really is truly this is something
0: (laughs) it truly
1: you might want to just pop in just for this and you can pop back out again if you
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's worth not missing. That's that's for certain. And it will be out this Sunday. I have a lot of editing ahead of me for that one. But uh, it is it will be out this Sunday. If you're a five dollar a month supporter.
1: But here's a reason you might want to pop in and give the five dollars for for that. Aside from the fact that you may want to hear it. And also, if you do it, you get all the back like you. Can listen to if you want. Billion, seemingly billions of these.
0: It's it's going to become a new classic, Maureen. Uh, You're gonna. It's going to be you and your kids around the fire. You're gonna watch a, you know, a peanut special, and then like you know the the Rudolph one with the misfit toys, and then then you'll put a on a couple the-
1: of misfits. We should have done that one.
0: Oh man, we, we, can we do could do that one right now. We okay. still could. We'll do that after. We'll drop that one in. All right. Uh I can I can get the license for that one too. It's no problem. <laughs> uh, now that I've got a relationship with a music licensing place, holy cow!
1: Yeah, you what, had to what, pay won't for we us license. You had to pay for us to get the rights to to sing the songs. Yeah, yeah.
0: Gotta gotta sell Mel. Send Mel Torme his money, or he'll his estate will come after you.
1: So how much Also it's how, good how, to
0: give money to creators. Come on. Yeah. That's,
1: yeah, I mean that's fair.
0: It is. It is. Anyway, but people. Should we get to the holiday special? Should we get to the is thing? truly something for the ages. Yes. Yes. Uh before we get to the thing thing, let us first God Give damn. a shout out to the Facebook. No, I'm leading into it. I'm leading in. All right, all right. Got to go got to go in damn. the right God order. Damn
2: it, damn. God damn it, Dan! Let's just talk about how um, right. we, we are!
1: God damn it! Um, right. We just need to go in order There's just just God damn
2: it, Dan! I just want to talk about how awesome we are! It's all I like to do! Motherfucker!
0: Anyway. On the Facebook group, which is at slash group slash says and is moderated by Janice Dillard, that group has for the last year been amazing. I mean, it was amazing before, but during COVID times they have been helping each other out in just an incredible number of ways. Moral support during people waiting for tests to come back, you know, dealing with themselves and with loved ones that have had COVID and all of that. But more and more because Maureen Johnson, we live in hell and uh, people are losing jobs and all of that. There has been an incredible amount of actual material support for people for says whovians within the Facebook group, people who have lost jobs, people who have sick family, people who are sick themselves and can't uh, can't make ends meet right now. It has been amazing and is inspiring and it has inspired us. See, I had to do all that to get to this. Now you can go.
1: No, you do it. I want you to do the whole No, time. you've been so excited. You go. I'd rather you did it.
0: Well, we are going to. We have been so inspired that we also want to help our fellow Says Whovians. And so at this time of year, for whatever reason, if you need some help, we don't have everything, but drop us a line. Hey, H E Y at Says Who Podcast.com. Just, we don't care why. If you need some help, we can send you some money. Uh, yeah.
1: You, no, give us your no.
0: Venmo. Give us uh, a PayPal number. Uh, we don't have all the money in the world, but we do have some. And we will want to send some your way if you need it.
1: Yeah, we may not be able to do... We don't know how many people are going to write in. So, we, you know, we're not going to be... Able, if it's a lot, then we won't be able to do everybody. It'll just kind of be... You know, we'll see what comes in and then we'll we'll just try our best you know it's but it's it's you know it's better than nothing like maybe we can help out in a little way you know for you know part of a bill or a gift for somebody or a you know a bill a bill you can't you know just if you need whatever again you don't have to tell us really any no explanations needed yeah
0: yeah we just want to send uh we want to send some help your way, if, and we're if not, you we're are not in a sending spot where it. you need
1: it. This is this is Seshuvia giving. This is their. This is money.
0: That is so this true. This is the
1: community sending, sending back the money.
0: Yeah, because it's. I mean, it is. It is a tough moment right now for a lot of people, and we want to be able to. We want to be able to help you all out, because you've so. been
1: amazing at helping each other out. Jesus, you're all amazing. Yeah, we've read some pretty incredible stuff.
0: Just but, incredible stuff.
1: Yeah, like, really, it's, yeah. It's
0: a lot. It's, it is a lot. It's a lot, but it is really, really good. And we are, uh, we are so inspired by all of you. So thank you all for being so generous, for being such an incredible community. Thank you, Janice, for uh, dealing with it all. It is not always easy. Um, but, uh, it is incredibly, incredibly good work, uh, on everyone's part. And we want to help drop a line. Hey, H E Y at says who podcast.com. We'll also put this in the Facebook. So people will see it there as well, man. Y'all are great. You know, who else is great? Maureen Ted Leo, who recorded our theme music and Darth who signed our logo. We love you, Darth. We do. We love you all, each and every one. Uh, in, in addition to the Facebook, if you want to join the Fan Run Discord, you can visit tinyurl.com slash Discord. They are often playing games, watching movies, and having a good time. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, again, that is h e y H-E-Y, at sayswhopodcast.com. You can also tweet at us at Says Who podcast on Twitter. Spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and in addition to the holiday special this Sunday, which is very special, you can join us next wednesday december twenty third for our next episode. Jesus, mm-hmm. that really is that really is a holiday special in and of its own, but this Sunday huh. No what? Oh man, I just I just was remembering things we did for this Sunday. It I is just remember like... the drive-through kid.
1: He, the drive-through kid, Dan. That was your greatest performance. It was amazing. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that.
0: I'm a good singer, Maureen. It's a thing Here people are. don't know. It's a thing people don't know about me. Anyway, that is at patreoncom who. but normal says who next wednesday december 23rd and from my very chilly basement in chicago i am dan sinker
1: and from a place with a drill gone quiet i am your friend and when i say friend i mean on a level that's emotional spiritual it it doesn't need a physical connection it it's it's traveling to you through a kind of space-time auditory continuum and for example say it's too hot to wear pants and then you take your pants off and you you sort of say on podcast oh, I'm taking my pants off it's too hot and you're like why did I say that on podcast that's again kind of friendship uh,
0: <laughs> are you ever saying your
1: name no hmm no, okay. I've decided against it. I'm. I think yeah, I've. Well, I think I've gone, grown past names.
0: That's fine. This has been says who. Yeah,
1: wait. <laughs> just <bypass. laughs> You just can't bypass the fact that I don't have a name anymore, and that I'm. I, my name is in isn't in dance now. You can't just go past that dance.
0: I. It seems fine. I'm very accepting of things.
1: Yeah, but you can't just go past it though.
0: Well. I mean, that makes it seem like it was a little bit more of a cry for attention.
1: Well, I mean, maybe it is, Dan. Maybe it is. Maybe I haven't been out of the house in for... while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one has. This has been Setsu. So bon. I we already did that part. Bye-bye.